Hi, this is Sally and welcome to Reclaiming Pride, LGBT plus survivors of narcissistic abuse. Before we start, there is a trigger warning. The episodes of this podcast may sometimes refer to domestic violence, emotional, financial and sexual abuse. In this part two of our three episode arc on children of narcissistic parents, we will be looking at the hallmark characteristics of narcissistic parents and parenting. Now, this may sound controversial to you, but narcissistic people should not be parents. Although, unfortunately, there's no way to prevent this from happening. All it takes is one narcissistic toxic parent, and it can steer the course of somebody's life in a permanent way that has impacts into adulthood and to the end of someone's life. There are certain key elements that are usually present in parenting to the best of someone's ability in which they will try to be consistent. They'll empathize, sacrifice, be self-aware, use discipline and equanimity. All I'm going to say here is that these are precisely all of the qualities that someone with narcissistic personality disorder is incapable of because as part of the disorder, they simply do not possess them. A narcissistic parent constantly and pathologically puts their own needs in front of those of everybody else around them, including their own children. They are selfish and self-centered. They have unchecked and violent rage. They may be grandiose with a deep sense of entitlement and also very arrogant. They are unforgiving, unaffectionate and emotionally immature, fake and can have a violent streak just underneath the surface. All of this is completely toxic to a child, obviously, who's forming their personality and needing to feel safe and supported. So what I want to do is look at some of the hallmark characteristics of a narcissistic parent to see if you recognize any of these. If you are the adult child of a narcissist, then you will likely find many of these very familiar. The first thing that anybody will know if they've ever been with a narcissist is that they are totally controlling. It is one of the narcissist's cardinal traits to seek control and remain in control of other people, places, and things at all times. They exert tyranny and demand blind obedience. And of course, this kind of toxic power wielded over a child will always be successful. What tends to happen in these situations is if there is another parent or adult carer present, they may try and intervene to protect the child from the narcissist's constant onslaught and need for control. The problem is when the narcissist cottons onto this and sees that the child may be making alliances with the other adult, they try to undercut this and sabotage it. I experienced this for many years in my former relationship. The narcissistic parent will try and distance the child from anyone inside the family who's seen as an ally. This could be a grandparent, a sibling, an aunt, uncle, whatever have you, but the narcissist won't care who it is. They'll just seek to separate that child from that individual by any means necessary. One of the things that's wildly frustrating about this is that the narcissistic parent would have impeded their child's growth for years. And then as they approach their teens, that same parent will mock the child and criticize them publicly for their lack of independence, the independence that they had spent years robbing them of. There will be a consistent thread of parental gaslighting towards the child. And this means that if the child shares anything about emotional or physical illness or pain, the parent will likely tell them that they are overreacting. They're imagining it. They need to suck it up. The narcissistic parent will control their interests, their friends, what they read, what they play, what they watch, how they speak, how they do their hair, and even how they eat. 
It will never end for this child. They are literally living in a nightmare that the rest of the world simply can't see. Next is the emotional coldness and distance. When a narcissistic parent is cold and distant, both emotionally and physically towards their child, this is fundamentally and highly damaging and a form of abandonment. Even when the child's basic needs are catered to, there is food on the table. They may have the latest sneakers, for example, a really nice clothes and a nice bike, but there is absolutely no emotional safety and no emotional reciprocity from the narcissistic parent. There is no warmth. There is no empathy. This is abandonment. Meanwhile, imagine when the narcissistic parent is out with their child in public, they'll be playing very nice. The child will be well-dressed and will be too scared to contradict the parent. So what do you think this looks like to the outside world? It looks fine, right? Next is a lack of boundaries and safety. Narcissistic parents are extremely intrusive in their child's inner and outer world. This person is literally not even allowed to have a single thought without the narcissistic parent's approval. The toxic parent may behave inappropriately around the child's friends and the child's friend's parents. They may show up unannounced in social situations. They will put so many parameters around the way in which the child is meant to behave, dress, etc. around their friends that eventually the child will stop wanting to have friends. But this is all part of the plan. The narcissistic parent is also likely to criticize other parenting so the child's friend's parents will be criticized in the child's hearing and likely at home behind closed doors. The narcissistic parent may even club together other family members so that they act like flying monkeys and they gang up on the child and scapegoat them. There's also a massive amount of invalidation of the child by the narcissistic parent. As we already know, the narcissist constantly makes everything about them, from the way you shake your salt onto your food to the way you speak to them. It's all a reflection on them. The child's needs are always secondary, always bottom of the pile. The child's needs are typically only really ever attended to when they may feed the narcissistic supply in some way. As we all know, children can sometimes be without filters. So when a child speaks their mind or is curious about something and says something that the narcissist may disagree with, the narcissist will take this as a personal slight by the child and they will definitely punish them in some way, usually behind closed doors when nobody else can see. It could be in a car after an event that the parent is bringing them home from, but it will always be at a place where the child cannot get out. Later in life, If an adult of a narcissist brings up any of this to the narcissistic parent, it's likely that they will continue to be gaslit, invalidated and denied, thus causing further trauma. Then there's fakery. There's an awful lot of superficiality around narcissistic people. This will be particularly obvious in the way in which the narcissist likes to represent what kind of a parent they are to the outside world. Meanwhile, the child knows completely differently, and this is extremely confusing and destabilizing for someone. There's a great concern about what other people might think of the family unit and about the narcissist's parenting style, and very little concern for the actual child who's being parented. The child is likely to be in many social situations where their friends or their friend's parents will say to them how wonderful their narcissistic parent is. Meanwhile, this poor child knows completely differently and also probably knows that they will be punished and abused later at home behind closed doors by this seemingly helpful and lovely person. This is also a form of gaslighting and it can be crazy making, especially for a child who's still forming their mental and emotional and physical landscape. 
and their relationship with the world and the people in it. The narcissistic parent will also ignore and invalidate the child. This is something which is very subtle, and yet it can have a massive effect on someone's sense of reality and self. So often because the narcissistic parent is so wrapped up in their own pursuits and their own needs, they're unwilling to make any physical or emotional space for the child. Often they won't listen to the child and make it very obvious that they're not listening. They'll interrupt constantly. They will show very little interest or curiosity in the child apart from something which may affect them or their reputation. The attention that the child does receive is usually negative and it takes the form of constant criticism from the parent. There's a belittling of everything about the child and also a humiliation of them either when they're alone together or in front of other people or other family members. This can be particularly awful when other people around don't realize what is actually happening and what the narcissist is doing. And they too join in and laugh at the child, thinking that it's some kind of a joke, not understanding that the child is being abused because they don't see the bigger picture. In later life, this can mean that the person is extremely self-reliant, but this can also mean that they end up in risky or bad situations. They were silenced at a young age and therefore this cuts through into their adult world and means that they have numbed themselves and cut themselves off emotionally, which can obviously make it difficult for somebody to connect with others as an adult, especially in intimate relationships. It can possibly mean that the adult child of a narcissist can seem distant and disconnected. There will be a constant feeling for them of not being good enough until this is addressed and the cycle is hopefully broken. Next is a roller coaster of inconsistency. One minute, the narcissistic parent is very overbearing, lacks boundaries, and is in all of the child's business, social, emotional, their inner and outer worlds. The next, they will ignore the child to the point of neglect. This is all governed by what is actually going on inside the narcissist at the time, what they need, what they don't want to deal with, and how this will benefit or not benefit them in some way. Children are treated as an inconvenience to the narcissistic parent, who is moody and unpredictable in the extreme. For a child, this can affect the ways in which they attach, because they're constantly feeling unsafe and off balance because of the lack of consistency this primary caregiver shows them. Because the narcissistic parent is so inconsistent in mirroring the child, the child will then grow up with difficulty with emotional regulation because they haven't been shown what normal emotional regulation is. Remember, they're around someone who cannot regulate themselves emotionally. They're around an adult who is emotionally stunted at the age of a toddler. In later life, this can even lead to greater risk of someone constantly shape-shifting in order to please somebody else and even falling into a narcissistic relationship themselves, and this is extremely tragic. Next is the frightening and ever-present rage. Narcissists don't tolerate disappointment or any kind of frustration at all. Caring for children and loving them can often sometimes mean disappointment and frustration, and that's part and parcel of someone coming into their own identity. Many mistakes are made, and we need compassion and empathy around that person in order for them to grow fully and feel safe and loved. The narcissist is incapable of doing this. They will likely respond with a terrifying rage in the face of pretty much regular parenting frustrations. This will mean daily shouting, screaming, grabbing, throwing things, and even physical violence towards the child. The parent may even storm out and go somewhere, leaving the child alone or with the other adult carer or parent with no indication to anyone of when they will return. 
Consistent emotional and verbal abuse, screaming and yelling can often lead to anxiety in the child and also in later life. This can lead to difficulties with concentration and focus as the child is subject to PTSD from being in this raging adult's company. This person will go into their adulthood, perhaps walking on eggshells around people, and may enter into an abusive or toxic relationship themselves because of what they are willing to forgive and what they are willing to forego. The narcissistic parent will also live vicariously through the child. It may be that when the narcissistic parent was younger, they really wanted to play the trumpet. Or maybe when they were younger, they really loved running track and they wanted to be a track star. Whether their child likes it or not, these will become their pursuits. They will shoehorn, force, scream, yell and torture the child into doing these things, whether the child likes it or not. They are literally a mini-me. They will then punish the child for looking miserable doing it and not enjoying these pursuits when the child has never said that they wanted to do these things in the first place. The child will be forced into situations that could be at a new school or college, but it would be a school or college that has connections with people that are good for the narcissistic parent, with little to no regard for whether this is a good fit for the actual child themselves. In later life, this can lead to a tremendous amount of guilt in the adult child of a narcissist. They may turn out to be someone who's constantly feeling like they have failed the family, specifically that narcissistic parent, because they simply never wanted to do these things and yet were brainwashed into thinking that they should be doing them. The narcissistic parent will also constantly triangulate. Now, by triangulating, the narcissist controls the communication between other people in the family. So for example, the narcissistic parent might talk to the other parent about how the child has developed some annoying habit or another that's very frustrating. The narcissistic parent will then go to the child and say that the other parent lacks proper discipline and that the narcissistic parent is frustrated with the other parent. Thus, the narcissist has turned both the child and the other parent against one another and created an unsafe environment. So therefore, the other parent and the child will never communicate with one another about what they have heard from the narcissist because they are both in fear of the narcissist and thus the narcissist has complete control of the situation. By triangulating, the narcissistic parent will control the content and kind of exchange that people have in their home. They will distort things, they will lie, they will set up negative comparisons between one person and another in a family, they'll create rivalry between other people. The rifts that they create will be deep. And if the narcissist perceives that the rift is beginning to heal, they will turn the screw one more time with just a little bit more triangulation to create ongoing issues. This is a very sick individual. The narcissistic parent is also a disruptor of the child's individuality and process of what we call individuation. This is where the child starts to come into their own character and personality. And this is essential to somebody's growth and progress. Narcissistic parents don't support or recognize their own child's sense of self and personhood. Anything that the child does that a narcissistic parent dislikes is immediately squashed. Anything that the child does to mirror the narcissistic parent and the narcissistic parent's own interests is rewarded and praised. Some of the things that narcissistic parents do to disrupt the individuality of their child are they look for parenting from their own child. They resent any steps that the child takes towards independence. They force their beliefs on the child. 
and the child is forced to accept their beliefs and their worldview. They project their own failed hopes and dreams onto the child. There is an inappropriate search for companionship and intimacy, sometimes even sexual, with the child. The narcissistic parent will expect agreement and complete acquiescence from the child, and they will continue to treat them in an inappropriately young ways in order to infantilize the child and keep them under control. The narcissistic parent will expect the child to put them as their number one priority. The parent will be jealous or try to interfere with the child's other relationships if they feel they threaten that, which they have. They attempt to quote unquote own the child's friends by winning them over and becoming the center of attention themselves. Did you recognize any of those traits from your own childhood? Or maybe you have lived or unfortunately are still living with a partner who is narcissistic and you have a child together. I know that that was an awful lot of information. So we're going to pause here for today for reflection and just to give you a chance to think back over some of the things that you may have recognized in today's podcast. Next time, we'll move forward into some of the adverse health effects of being the child or adult child of a narcissist. We'll take a look at some of the ways in which the habits formed in the narcissistic family home play out in our adult lives. And finally, we will look at survival from the narcissistic parenting cycle and coming out the other side. Please note, this podcast is not intended to replace professional therapy or counseling. It serves as a supplementary resource for support and encouragement. Listeners, you are encouraged to seek professional help if needed. I did, and it still works for me every day. Stay tuned, and I look forward to healing with you again next time. Bye-bye.